What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. Have I got a fantastic episode for you today? Is Jesus an Anunnaki starseed? This is episode 289 of the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. Remember, my name is Jacob. Everybody calls me Cub, and you should too. As we dive into this today, we're going to look at this from multiple angles in a very non-religious context. We're going to look at things through the lens of faith, spirituality, and the realms of paranormal with a deconstructed view, open heart, open mind, ready to receive new ideas, new downloads, new data, and ultimately a better view of who we are. So if you dig that, you're in the right place. We've got our tribe joining right now. What is up, Shelly? How are you doing? Teresa, how are you doing? Welcome, my friend. Uh, we've got some tribe members joining. We've got people loading in over here on TikTok, loading in over on Instagram. Um, I think I'm pretty well uh, shadowed on TikTok right now. So, you know, you guys share this out. Pump it up. Drop some gifts, whatever you can do. I've got a whole slew of new content coming. Um, I did a couple of rants the last couple of days just because, you know, it's my priority to share my opinion as a social media um, influencer, creator, whatever you want to call me. Um, and so I shared my opinion the last couple of days. That did not go well on one of the algorithms on one of the platforms. On another one, thank you guys. Um, it has helped actually grow the channel, grow what we're doing. So I'm very excited uh, grew by quite a few people over the last few weeks. Um, and then ultimately TikTok will be, you know, back to normal at some point, hopefully. So, uh, godly gifted. What is up? What do I know about the supernatural? I am one of the foremost experts on the interweb in the supernatural realms. If you believe that, then you'll believe anything I say. Um, I'm just here to share my opinion. It fascinates me. I've always been interested in the supernatural faith, spirituality, and paranormal. Um, and so I decided to start a podcast, um, close down my business and go full time with this. Um, that was through a lot of different happenings in my life. Um, I did not go down willingly without a fight, but, um, I did make an agreement with God, the universe, whatever you want to call it that, um, ultimately ended with me or began, I'll say began with me uh, doing this podcast. So we are all over the world now. We are, um, let me turn Discord off. I don't know why it's chiming in the background here. Um, you know, we're all over the world now, over 700,000 followers worldwide on multiple platforms. Uh, we were number, we're in the top 10 Spotify podcasts within the faith and spirituality in 2022. So thank you guys. That is because of you guys. I greatly appreciate all of your support. So diving in today again, um, is Jesus an Anunnaki starseed? We're actually going to really get deep into this today, look at several different factors um, and why I believe ultimately, spoiler alert, I believe it's very, very possible that he was. Uh, so starseeds are believed to be souls from other star systems or planets who have incarnated on Earth with special purpose or mission. Some theorize that Jesus could be a starseed from another planet or even another reality. And I want to talk about that um, in lieu of one of the core things that Jesus himself said. And I'm trying not to say his name too much because that's actually part of the reason I think that I'm all shadowed over on uh, the TikToks. Um, so if I say aliens and stuff like that, you know, 
that that's okay but but just say the j word and uh you know you, you get you get your views limited so from here on out i'm going to call him jc jc i believe is a star seed and i'm going to share some pretty compelling data in fact i'm just going to like off the bat jump into john 18:36 here and i want to read you guys um literally what he said and i'm going to look at the greek too because the greek is a huge huge um element here in understanding what he actually meant so in john 18 36 36 he says my kingdom is not of this world now we're going to look at what that means upon first glance oh okay my kingdom is not of this world like oh the world is evil and my kingdom is not evil my kingdom is good my kingdom is a christian kingdom no that's not what he was saying y'all what he was saying is literally clearly laid out here my which is the possessive pronoun kingdom kingdom coming from the word basalia strong's 932 which is properly royalty rule or realm so let's reword this just super quickly here my realm is not of this world okay but we're going to keep going on we're going to keep deconstructing this my realm my rule my reign is not of this world cosmo k-o-s-m-o-u the greek word 2889 in the strongs probably from the base of cosm uh or comizo orderly arrangement i.e decoration by implication the world morally so i mean the last part of this would even be the connection to the moral world right like that's not even what the literal use of this is and as we know we get more into greek you understand that things are very specific there's a lot like there's a reason certain words are used um, and we kind of translate or transliterate them into culturally appropriate them into what we think they need to mean and so that's one of the things i really like to do is go back to the greek here especially in the new testament the hebrew and the old testament I'm much better with the Greek etymology of the words than I am with the Hebrew, however, uh, just to be full disclosure for everybody. So cosmos, order, or the world. So again, we go back. He's saying my rule, my realm is not of this order, okay? Not of this orderly cosmos. Uh, the universe, worldly affairs, inhabitants of the world, adornment. But again, really talking about, like, think about the word cosmos um, being the universe. So basically what he's saying here, and not basically, literally what he's saying here, guys, is my realm and rule is not of the material realm. My rule is not of the material realm, okay? You guys see exactly how I got that, okay? I'm not making this stuff up. We like to bring the receipts here, show our work. Um, I do my best to cite my sources. However, one of the things a lot of people get aggravated with me um, is that I don't cite my sources on a 60-second TikTok video, and I'm trying to just dump out some information and get people to think. Those videos are to make you think and to make you look and research on your own, okay? Um, when you get into the podcast, I can cite my work a little bit more, though I do answer comments, questions, everything. So I don't have time to go 
prove everything with the text because not everything is there. Some of this is eyes to see, ears to hear, put it together, get some data, build a big picture. That's what we do here, okay? Um, so Carlos says he's higher than the Anunnaki. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Like, um, and I totally agree with that. But again, let's look at this through a really pragmatic lens today and actually look at what it might mean for him to be of the Anunnaki order um, and ultimately be a high ranking Anunnaki um, or maybe even of who created the Anunnaki. That's where this gets exciting for me. Uh, I want to share a couple of things. There's a lot of people right now talking about gray aliens, talking about um, the little uh, gray alien extraterrestrials, that they're demonic. Guys, there is no data to support historically that gray aliens are demonic. Okay, They are what we would consider angels or messengers in the physical form. Um, I've talked about the esoteric understanding of angels being angles of light. So the watcher angels... Again, a classification is the Ajiji, I-G-I, I-G-I, Ajiji, from the Anunnaki mythology. They were created by the Anunnaki, okay? They were literally uh, what you could consider an artificial intelligence that gained sentience, okay? Um, if that makes uh, sense at all, so... Um, so, yeah. Somebody's offering a thousand dollars to prove something, um, guys. If I got a thousand dollars every time I prove something, I would be rich right now. Um, and I'm not here to debate or prove anything. I'm here for those who are hungry, who those those who are interested, those who want to go down the rabbit hole and are willing to deconstruct everything they think they know. That's what I'm here for. So, and I promise to help you do that all day, every day. That's my favorite thing to do. Um, and it's the only thing that I think that I'm supposed to be doing in this world ultimately is getting people to think bigger, better, um, and try to understand things on a different level. So, uh, Josh says there's many different forms, uh, of grays is why it gets weird. And some get called, uh, the same as designed androids, etc. Many theories on the whole vast ecosystem of various grays. Yeah. And there is also interdimensional beings. There's, um, like a lot of people will say that the greys are demonic because sometimes they'll show up in a dream or a vision and they're very demonic. Um, okay, now what's the definition of demonic? Is it um, our own consciousness creating something? Because we've seen that image and it's scary to us because we know that it is not life as we know it. Therefore, people all over the world put that together. Is it that people are literally having these visions anyway and in the case of Whitley Strieber's book, when he put that gray alien on the front of it, what he saw, people all over the world saw that book on book stands and went, I have to get that book. I've been seeing that thing since I was a child and I can't get it out of my head and I've never seen it before. So that's where it gets weird, guys. That's where the data gets interesting. However, however, you are right, Josh. There are many different species. Just like there's a bunch of different races of humanity, there's a bunch of different races of um, the Ajiji, of the Anunnaki, of these different types of beings. And that's why when you get into the biblical canon and even extra biblical canon around like the Book of Enoch and you see watcher angels, that's literally what the Ajiji were. They're, they're supposed to be a certain thing. They're just supposed to watch. They're supposed to just make sure, hey, okay, planet's on fire, we need to do something. Like they're basically like guardians of the domain. 
G-O-Ds, right? Guardians of the Domain. Um, and they're supposed to be watching the Earth and other other different planets and systems and stuff. Um, but again, they saw the Daughters of Humanity and decided, hey, I want me some of that. They come down and they start making their own children. How did they do that? Well, if they're AI, um, they either did it through genetic modification and just wanted their own families and their own creation, which means that the Nephilim that they created, the Nephilim, um, who were considered giants, the word used for giant does not necessarily mean large. It means larger than life. Um, and so you get all these videos on the internet. Oh, we found these skeletons of these giants. Well, I'm sure there's some large people throughout history and those stories didn't come from nothing. However, we got to understand that it, this is not just talking that they made literal giants. This is they made the demigods, okay? The ones that were literally human but literally had divine genetics, had this kind of artificial intelligence built into the genetics um, because they were made by the Anunnaki. They were made to be worker bees. Like, hey, we don't want to do these jobs. Y'all do them. Well, then they became sentient, and then the Anunnaki started working more with them, and they decided to um, basically create humans, humans from apes on the planet or from hominids, and then they spliced the Anunnaki DNA, did a bunch of different experiments there, did a bunch of artificial inseminations, and finally came out with Adamu, who was not necessarily a highly intelligent entity, um, and the final one was Adapa, uh, which was more of like the Adam character. Um, and so as you see in the book of Genesis, the, the Adam character is a culmination of two different mythological characters. And that's what I'm trying to get across today, guys, um, is that these characters are all archetypes, okay? Whether you believe they were literally in existence or you believe it's just mythology, um, I really don't care because I can help you come to the same higher understanding with both approaches. That's why we're an open community here. We love you no matter what religion, race, orientation. Uh, doesn't matter, guys. You, you're welcome here if you're here in love and light with an open heart and open mind. Dreamstar Oracle says men of renown. Exactly. So, yeah, we have to look up these words, guys. And that's why I just took you to look at what Jesus literally said. He's talking about, hey, my reign, my authority is not of this material realm. That's what he's saying here. So let me jump back into the slides here. Um, so star seeds uh, believed to incarnate it on earth with special purpose or mission, blah, blah, blah. Okay, here we go. Universal message. Number one reason here, I think uh, Jesus' teachings are very star seed in their own right, is uh, they're interpreted as conveying a universal message of love, compassion, and spiritual enlightenment. Some might theorize that Jesus could be a star seed sent to earth to share his message and guide humanity towards a higher state of consciousness. This is real, y'all. This is real. I don't know how to tell you uh, anymore. Like, go look at his message. Um, and understand, by the way, it's funny. I mean, I'm doing this powerful messages lately. My internet, sh gone, sh gone down. You know, I was pulling 20 megs earlier. I'm paying for a thousand, paying for a thousand. And I got, sh you know, so, you know, I get throttled everywhere. I'm not saying somebody's doing, I'm not saying somebody's like, oh, we're going to mess with cup. I'm just saying the powers and principalities within the material realm, within the matrix, the overlords, the archons of the matrix, my 
lower self, my own self-sabotage, right? Creates these things that give me something to fight against, right? Like, and, and so when we talk about being spiritual warriors, I think over half, maybe even 90% of what we deal with is our own creation. It's our own manifestation. Got a demon. Oh, that's your demon. Yeah, it's a friendly demon to you because you made that baby. You made that demon baby. You're dealing with that. You're the one that started drinking. You're the one that started smoking. You're the one that started, you know, doing things you shouldn't, right? Come on. Um, and I've been there, guys. I know exactly what I'm talking about when it comes to that. So this isn't me being cocky today, guys. This is me. I've, I, this is a brand new chapter in my life, brand new chapter in our community, brand new chapter with our academy. We're stepping into power now, stepping into authority with our teaching here. That doesn't mean I'm right, okay? I will never stand up here and say, I am right, listen to me. But I will stand up here and say, I really understand it to be this way, and I don't understand when other people say it's this way. Doesn't mean I'm arguing with them. Doesn't mean I want to debate them. It's just here's what my eyes and ears are seeing and hearing. Here's what my third eye is picking up. Here's what my understanding and experience is. And I want to be real with you guys about that. So uh, Josh says, yeah, it's also algorithms. When you're making waves on the web, it gets weird. Throttling happens. Uh, a lot of a lot of my folks house, uh, because they didn't have any protection or understand the concept. Um, yeah. And that's, you know, another thing I have is protections all around the house. Um, it's important. I won't go into what they are, but they do work. They do protect me and they are blessed. Um, and ultimately I'm protected by the father, right? By the father and the mother. So that's, that's the ultimate one there. Um, Kapana says, hello, Cub, really interesting stream as usual. Keep up the good work. Uh, good karma will come to you for spreading the word of God. Dude, thank you so much, my friend. Really appreciate that. Love the positive comments today. Uh, burning some sage too. Really helped today with, with the good vibes here. Good vibes in the Cub tribe. So the truth irritates lower frequency beings. Absolutely, Molly. Absolutely. Um, and so that's, that's just a big big part of the work that I do, guys. Uh, if you think that any day is just, oh, Cub showing up for fun, not only do I have to prep slides and do everything that everybody else does, but I get all of this other fun spiritual stuff that I have to deal with, transmute, understand, learn from, grow into, receive, all of these things uh, that doesn't happen if I was just up here trying to talk about marketing or talk about design or tech or you know world news or something like that. So uh, yeah, we're, we're definitely on another level here. So unconventional birth and origins. Um, Ashley can talk about this unconventional birth and origins, unconventional birth and origins, the virgin birth story and the idea of Jesus being the son of God. Now I want you to think about the word son of God here, because who else was sons of God? The ones who fell the by the way, when it's talking about the angels that fell that are judged, it's talking about Anunnaki and Ajiji. It's talking about anyone, those from heaven to earth fell, the sons of God, the ones that are from the heavens, okay? They didn't have another word from this. They, they didn't know the difference between an alien, an extraterrestrial life form, a little G God, a physical deity, and something that was a spiritual thing. Now, they actually are kind of spiritual too. And I'm going to talk about that here in a little bit. They're actually super spiritual. 
But we're going to get into that in a little bit, and I'm going to show you exactly how you can be as spiritual as an Anunnaki and understand that their paradigm is your paradigm. That is a whole nother level, guys, and I promise to reveal that before the end of this, so do not go away here. Um, so the virgin birth story here. Okay, first off, um, you got the Immaculate Conception. Mary, boop, she got a baby, right? Um, oh my gosh, I'm pregnant, and, and I haven't done anything. Like, you know, it's it's like winning the baby lottery, right? Uh, dude, Amanda, thank you for the galaxy, by the way. Love the gifts. Love the TikTok gifts. Love the Insta gifts. Love the YouTube super chats. Thank you, guys. Consider sending me those. A dollar, five dollars, ten dollars. Somebody sent me a hundred dollars the other day. Bless you. I love you. Thank you so much. Stars help also on Facebook greatly. I mean, if we can make about you know ten thousand stars per stream, then that really helps me not sweat bullets every day that I'm going to be earning my keep as a creator to pay my bills. So really appreciate that, guys. Don't want to get out of the way of abundance here, but I do rely on you guys a hundred percent. So thank you guys so much. Um, so, you know, this, this thing, she ends up with a baby, right? Um, well, there was an angel, a messenger, a guardian that stayed with her throughout the gestation period here. Why would that be? Because they understood genetics. They understood artificial insemination and they understood how to take the genetics of the gods, perfect it, find someone on earth who could actually carry that, who was chosen Yes, Ashley. I'm going to put that up there, Ashley. A carrier. A carrier. A carrier. Ashley says, I mean, honestly. So, guys, this is all tied together. This is all deep. You wouldn't believe the serendipity is going on in the community today, by the way. Um, I posted something earlier. I'm going to share with you guys in a minute. Uh, and then Ashley posted something, too. And neither of us had seen either post. It was just weird that everybody's vibing on the same wavelength today. Because I got a message last night in the middle of the night I want to share with you guys. Um, so this unconventional birth story, uh, potentially from another realm or star system, star seeds are often believed to have extraordinary or unconventional beginnings. By the way, he is not the first human on this earth to have the same story. Noah had the same story. Noah had the same story. I believe it's Ziasudra and the Sumerian, um, these things had had happened throughout mythology over and over and over and so jesus contrary to the church construct today was not the first immaculate conception okay it was just one that was happening again at a time that it needed to even krishna himself said that he will manifest into humanity whenever unrighteousness abounds to remind humanity of the truth of existence and the truth of who they are so uh jacob says so jesus is a nephilim uh, by definition, possibly. Um, again, Nephilim doesn't get the context that it needs because Nephilim, people think immediately, big, hairy, stupid giant that is just died out in the flood and now we find the bones of them and the government wants them because they're magical. And all of that stuff, guys, that gets a lot of views. But I try to show up with some actual data here and some actual balanced understanding of what all of this means. Um, so when I say Jesus is potentially a Nephilim, yeah, that makes sense because he's part human and he's, he's a hybrid, right? He's a hybrid uh, God-man um, and he wakes up and realizes he's God, just like any good Tibetan yogi would. They go to the ashram, they serve, they find a love for humanity and self and God. They find the kingdom of God within and then they go tell anyone else who's acting a fool cutting off the heads of animals and trying to make sacrifices to some 
physical deity that they don't understand, but has been tradition to do it forever because we got to get the blessing, right? And then Jesus comes along and goes, dude, you don't understand. You're worshiping devils. You're worshiping Satan. You're worshiping the thing that you say you're afraid of, the thing that you are trying to avoid. You're just giving, um, literally giving sacrifices to demonic entities or demonic people, really, like uh, these overlords, these archons, these Anunnaki. And Jesus is saying, dude, like, seriously, you got to understand the kingdom's in you. It doesn't come with visible signs. It ain't a spaceship coming out of the sky. The kingdom's already here. It's in your midst. It's within you. And it's spread out all over the earth. Interesting fellow. Adam also fell. Yeah. And you think about that. He was a hybrid too. And then he was taken up, shown the mysteries of the heaven. That's another thing that the Bible doesn't actually talk about, but it's talked about in the the Anunnaki mythology, and then he was brought back, and then he fathered a bunch of children, and he shared with those children the secrets of the heavens, these esoteric secrets. Um, and by the way, in the Old Testament, when it talks about magic, sorcery, those type of things, um, and God doesn't like it, it is a God, okay? It is a God. It is a God that said, I am the Most High. There are no other gods. None of my brothers and sisters are as great as me. No one will be worshipped more than me. I own this joint, is what he was saying, okay? And you can look into the Anunnaki, and you can view that as two different individuals, one of them Enlil and the other Marduk. Marduk was the son of Anki, Enlil was the brother of Anki. Anki was this trickster god. Um, he liked to play tricks. But if you understand a trickster god, it is not tricks like, you know, oh, got your ear kind of thing. No, it's like he was like, okay, here's the paradigm. I'm going to do this. I'm not going to tell anybody. And then we'll see how they handle that because I think humanity should live. And I'm going to go take my own wives from humanity and uh, go ahead and father my own line, my own designer line of Anki's, um, Anki hybrids. And uh, I'm not going to tell anybody about it. And then we'll just see if they ever find out or if I get in trouble. That's what it's talking about when it says trickster. Uh, it doesn't mean he's deplorable or that he did anything immoral just means that he kind of uh beats to his own drum essentially so uh yes absolutely uh neek says is it possible that mary was abducted and seated i don't think it's just possible i think it's probable if that story is literal if the story happened and if it's literal i think that's how it had to happen we got to apply science to some of this and i know that's probably pseudoscience to even say that but i'm just saying we got to understand how this could happen is it us from the future knowing that humanity is going to blow themselves up and we've got to come back and seed humanity with people that understand with kind of this higher evolved DNA so we don't just implode ourselves? Or is it actual extraterrestrial entities that were already eons, if not an infinite amount of evolution beyond what we are, and they created a lower being, but because we literally have the genetics of the gods in us, ye are gods okay ye are gods so extraordinary beginnings from jesus himself super super fascinating um in my opinion i don't know are you guys vibing on this do you dig this at all um oh wow melissa says found out at a family reunion uh that my great 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 grandfather was uh about seven foot something dang that's awesome uh i whispered to my dad so we come from giants yeah absolutely absolutely yes ashley very very important here and and i love that ashley brought this up he referred to himself as both the son of god 
and the Son of Man. He never claimed to be the singular Son of God, okay? He was talking about he is a Son of God and a Son of Man. He, every time he said the Son of Man, you can replace that word with humanity. So if he said the Son of Man must suffer so that he may ascend, he said humanity must suffer so that it can ascend. Like, think about these things, okay? We've got to get deep into, and I'm trying to start putting the picture together for everybody here. I can't do it for you, but I'm trying to be more clear with what I mean, what I'm talking about, what I believe is actually going on here. Again, could be completely wrong. Don't take my word for it. Go read it. Go look it up for yourself. If you want access to these texts, I've got all nine of the texts that I use, the original ones, okay? The original ones, I'll share them with you here in a minute, um, that I think are important to understanding, you know, all of the Sumerian, Babylonian, Akkadian, Mesopotamian mythologies, all of the, what I call the cradle of civilization, where life started on the planet. As far back as we can record history, we've got these clay tablets that tell a different story. Um, Jonathan says, loving it. You're right in line. Thank you so much. Ray says, uh, Cub is the man. I appreciate that. Please tell my wife. Make sure she knows that uh, she married well. I appreciate that. Uh, you're on point, brother. Shaka says, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, Phil Collins knew. If you know, you know. Um, absolutely. So, um, <clears throat> my throat today. Uh, it's been an allergy day, been an allergy day. I got to get down on some of that local honey here pretty quick as the fall rolls in. Been having a lot of wind here in West Texas with the fall rolling in. So, so I do want to share something I've been working on with you guys just because I literally had a vision last night. Uh, not like a, a spirit quest, like bah, vision, but like, you know, a normal, like, a download. I, I call them visions. They're, they're more like downloads where I'm like walking through the house and I went, wait a minute, there's an idea. And I wrote down on, in my notebook, I'm going to read it to y'all. I wrote this down at what time was this? I got this notebook that I use and I write all of my info in my, all my thoughts, hopes and dreams and visions. Um, so I, I journal every single night. I come and sit at my desk and I journal. This was at one o'clock in the morning last night. Couldn't sleep. Got a lot of stuff going on with my family right now that I won't get into publicly. My tribe knows what's going on. Uh, got a family member who's not doing too well. And, uh, it's been very, very difficult because it is someone I'm close to and have, have been for a while. Um, so just was one of those nights I couldn't sleep and I came, sat down, started writing. And I wrote this down, Anunnaki source code from the oldest myths. And then I put an arrow to it and said, is this my main life's work to decode and connect it to the Bible and look for lessons within these ancient myths? Also, who am I? And then I went on to some other stuff, private, that I won't share. Here's why that's important. We got Lionsgate going on. Y'all know what that is. If you're in the hippie community online, the woo-woo community, the new age community, the mystic community, the starseed community, you know what you know what Lionsgate is. It's a portal at a certain astrological time. That portal has not necessarily been 
presented to us in its correct dates. Um, I knew this last year, and I remember celebrating Lionsgate on a little bit different date um, than kind of the rest of the world was. But I felt like a very, there was a day that I felt a very powerful manifestation period last year. And oddly enough, oddly enough, it was when this thing that I'm doing now, I went, this is what I'm going to do with the rest of my life. Like I, I went, that's the thing. That's the thing. This podcast thing, this online influencer thing, the TikToky thing, the YouTube thing, the metaverse thing, whenever we get there, whatever it is, I am meant to get online and talk about what I hear and see spiritually, um, what I see and hear paranormal faith, spirituality. This is my, this is my time. This is my, um, identity, if you will. Like it's why I came to this planet. Uh, I'm not big on identity because I changed my identity throughout life. Like at one point in life, I was an artist. At another point, I was a theater guy. At another point, I was a designer. At another point, I was a woodworker. I, so when I say the the word identity, it's it's actually a lot for me to just say that I am a spiritual influencer. And that doesn't mean I'm some cultish guru up here because I still don't know. I'm not here to lead you to the promised land but I promise you I can help you find better answers to the questions you didn't know you had. Uh, because I've done it with myself and I've gone through hell and back to get to the point I am. And I know I can help do better for a lot of people going forward. So with that, I just had this aha moment last night. And so my whole manifesting this year, it's August 9th, somewhere in the star charts here, and Ashley knows a lot more about the whole Lionsgate portal thing. Ashley, I got your message earlier. I didn't get to listen to it yet because I've been dealing with the family stuff all day and on the phone back and forth. So content has not been a big thing today other than making it. So with that said, um, I have been manifesting a little bit differently this year. It's I'm asking questions. I'm just going to be really honest with you. There are questions I've written down in my notebook and I have in my head and my heart and then I'm continuing to ask online and I asked in the shower last night and I asked as I was walking through the house and I'm telling you, I'm getting answers to those quickly, okay? This isn't like red sports car in the driveway, new house, new studio, all this stuff. It's not that type of manifesting, guys. It's like the universe is going, you are not real and all this other crap is not real. Your kingdom is not of this world your reign your authority is not of this cosmos the cosmos the makeup why do we put makeup on our faces because it's a cause it's it's hiding the truth of what's there ladies i love you but i also am a big fan of no makeup my wife is the most beautiful when she wears no makeup honestly i love seeing the truth like i love seeing that uh, that's just me that's just me. I'm not telling anyone don't wear makeup. I'm just saying that is a cosmos, a cosmology. Thank you, Teresa. Teresa said, bam, um, that hides the truth, right? Hides kind of the thing under, uh, under there. It's what we're really going through. It's the lines in your face because you actually lost a loved one. You actually lost a contract. You actually lost your shit in life because you lost your way. You lost a marriage. You lost a baby. You lost whatever it is that you lost 
the truth of that is literally etched in your face. You guys notice I'm getting older lately. 37 years old, and I looked like I was 107 the other day. Bags under my eyes, no sleep. But I keep going. I keep going. I keep going. There's a very good reason I keep going, too. Molly says, thanks for sharing this time with us, Cub. I really appreciate you, Molly. Thank you. I love our tribe. I love each and every one of you. I don't know what I would do without you. Seriously, thank you, my friend. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Somebody said he wouldn't be Anunnaki because they are straight evil. That is not true, my friend. Philip, you need to read the mythology. I'm not going to bring your comment up because I don't like to call people out. But I got to tell you, man, you got to read the mythology. Not every Anunnaki is evil. They are just like us. They have their own destinies. You have your own destiny. You can literally be the Christ archetype from today forward, or you can be Hasatan. You can go around accusing people, go around acting the fool, go around looking out for your own self, lowest vibration, ignore the homeless people, or you can be the Christ archetype. Everybody's worth saving. Everybody's worth loving. Everybody's worth forgiving. Because they're all me. Because I am God. I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. I am in the Mother, and the Mother is in me. We are the very fabric and intelligence of the universe, broken down into tiny little pieces, experiencing itself all over the galaxy. By the way, every creation is. The, the reason that we're special is like we have the gnosis of that. We have the knowledge of that because we have the genetics that allow us evolution. Okay, you know, my dog isn't going to evolve into a walking, talking dog at some point unless there's intervention. So think about those things. Uh, let's see. I feel you and understand you. Kari says, thank you so much, my friend. I really appreciate you. Uh, Kari says, I love you. Love you too, my sister. Appreciate you guys so much. Uh, okay, Melissa, thank you for bringing this up. Absolutely. The calendar has been manipulated but we channel so much energy into 8-8 since that's what we believe on. It's super powerful for manifesting too. I totally agree with that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why it's it's important to understand the 13-month moon calendar too. The, the pagan type calendars are really important, guys. And you've been told by your religious institutions, your political institutions, your parents, your friends, and the entire world that, that, that is, uh, that's the old ways. Go watch Game of Thrones, and you realize that the wildlings were the only ones who had the ancient ways. Spoiler alert, by the way. If you haven't seen Game of Thrones, click off now. But the wildlings, who they've been hunting and, and trying to go to war with, oh, they're too far north. We don't know who they are. There's so much prejudice against these wildlings. They were doing things the old ways. And they were judged for it. And they were being killed off for it. Again, that's, that's another mythology. That's Game of Thrones. Uh, Mr. Martin writing all of that. But Mr. Martin put a lot, a lot of esoteric meaning into that. By the way, there's a Christ character in it that raises from the dead. There is a Yahweh character in it who wants sacrifices by fire to feed his power. There are um, the literal zombies in it, which is a great representation of the masses. And anytime someone just loses their life force and gives in and then they're raised into this army of the dead, right? Makes sense? Steven says this question is ridiculous. 
Brother, it's only ridiculous until you realize the answer to it, my friend. It is only ridiculous until you realize the answer to it. When you make the connections and you are like, you're walking through your house one night and you go, holy crap. Dude, have I been worshiping an alien? Have I been worshiping an alien God? Guys, it happened to me. Happened to me when I moved into this house. I was in the shower one night. And it just hit me like a bolt of lightning. And it scared me. It made me sick. I almost threw up. I was sick for days. And I, I had to go look at the data. Because I didn't believe myself. I didn't believe the download I got. I'm like, no, that's evil. That's Satan messing with me. I can't listen to that. I, I want the voices in my head. Guys, I'm telling you. Bethany says prayers are being answered immediately right now. Yes, absolutely, my friend. I got to bring that up. I love that. I love hearing that. Connection to source is so strong right now. But Stephen, anyone else that's 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 believing on that, you got to understand there's a difference between the gods that you hear about in all of the religious texts, even the Bible, and source. Because the Anunnaki believed in source. They worshipped the great creator spirit. They understood the great gods were the planets, which were resonant devices, channeling the frequency of the divine mind of the eternal creator into our local star systems, into our local pods and our realms of existence. Because everything going on here, going on somewhere else. Is it a parallel reality? Is it another planet you get to go to? I don't know. But it's pretty cool. Guys, the universe is infinite. Whether you believe it's planets or energies or spheres or planes or whatever, I don't care. You can look out there and tell there is something not of this world going on. And there is some sort of physical matter that is manifesting because of all of the energy and the frequencies holding it together in an agreed upon material realm state. And Jesus is telling you he ain't the king of that. He's not the king of Mars. He's not the king of Pluto. He's not the king of the earth. He's saying his reign, his realm is a whole different level. It's literally in a different dimension. Okay. It's literally in a different dimension. That's what he's talking about. Why did it take so long for Jesus to come? Because he's been here every time. He was here in Adam. He was here in Melchizedek. He was here in uh, all kinds of different, like the old patriarchs. Like his, his spirit was there, right? Because he's a light body. He's an entity. He's not of this makeup. He's not, he's not meant to just be in a physical form. That's why he only lasted 33 years, right? He's meant to, to come here, pour power into it, pour gnosis into it, and then leave and come back again whenever he's supposed to. By the way, he can wake up in you at any point. And you can preach the same authentic message that he was. By the way, it's not what you're hearing in the Bible. It's not what you're hearing in church. you got to understand the spirit of the message. To understand the power of it. Because it's not in the little thing on, you need Jesus, you need salvation, you're a horrible sinner. No, the power in it is that, hey, you can be unlocked and ye are gods. So all these things I'm doing, you'll do greater things. You just don't even know who you are now. you got to wake up to the matrix and realize that you are not of this makeup, this cosmology, this world. And realize where your reign and rule comes from. So as you guys are manifesting for this 8889, this calendar period, this Lionsgate, think about 
bringing forth the kingdom of God. Not bringing forth the house or the car. Bring forth the kingdom of God. Write down the house and the car that you want. Ask the universe for it. And then give the universe something that only you can do, which is bring into the material realm the kingdom of God. Your car can't do that and the house can't do that. But you just might get what you ask for if you're honest with the universe or with God about what you want. And you're willing to show up and be a conduit of the kingdom of God in this world. Mic drop. There it is. I can end right now. Should we end? Very good. An interesting fellow says, Jesus is the way off of this planet and to never return. Yeah, I don't want to return. I don't want to be reincarnated here, guys. Because in case nobody told you, this is H-E double toothpick. This is the lower vibration. This is the lower realm. Is there a lower one? Sure. Sure there is. But there's lower ones here, too. You could always be born into the Dark Ages. You could always be born only to be slaughtered as a child, only to be crucified as a young man for no good reason. Go watch Game of Thrones. Tell me you want to be born in that time instead of middle America right now. We're complaining about all our problems. Oh, the economy, oh, this, oh, that. I did it yesterday, I'm telling you. Well, guess what? I'm not strung up on a big X right now. I'm not being persecuted for my beliefs beyond the occasional blip in the internet and some good... Some good, honest haters. Gotta love them. All time is now, Doug. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. That's what I mean. When I say reincarnated, you could be reincarnated back in the 1500s. You could be reincarnated, you know, way back when uh, monkeys were walking around and we were the first humanity. I mean, come on. There's worse times than now. That's why we talk about raising the frequency of the planet and understanding when we get more light on this planet, more light codes, right? And it's raising the frequency. You guys that are all connected to the sun right now, there's a reason you're connected to the sun, the sun of God, the light of God. Think about that. That's, that's all important. Real quick, guys, I got more, more questions and I got more slides here. But I got to share this. Um, I'm working on something and I have to share with everybody now. I was going to save this, but... I'm super pumped about it. The way you're going to access this is you can join our Warrior Tribe membership, okay? You're going to get access to the academy, the meetups, and our community. All in one membership here, okay? It's going to cost you less than a streaming membership with all that crap that you don't need to be watching anyway, okay? You're going to get access. I've got over 500 video trainings in there and counting. I'm adding new videos every month to the private library of training in there. We also have a social media style, but off social media community built right in. I'm going to show you guys how to access that. You can scan that QR code in a minute, but right now I want to show you a post I made today in the community. This post here. Okay. Hey, everyone. I am committed to pushing the boundaries and providing unparalleled resources to this community. Guys, you're seeing stuff like this all the time from me, by the way. If you join the community today, I promise to overserve you more than any other content creator on the web and give you my experience of truth, my understanding, give you research and data that you do not find anywhere else. You will not find on a YouTube video. You're not even going to find on my YouTube videos because I just don't have the way to do it with answering questions and being live and trying to entertain for the algorithm and all the things. In this new 
course that I'm doing. This is a mastery course, okay? In our academy, I've got a bunch of courses. They're normally between 20 and 30 episodes long. Still like eight-hour courses. There's tons of them, guys. There's like 100-plus hours of video training in there. There's uh, more than 500 videos and dozens of individual courses. Everything from mindset, spiritual entrepreneurship and leadership, uh, finding your spiritual gifts. But the one I'm doing today, guys, the one I just started working on today is called The Code of the Anunnaki, Ye Are Gods. And this is a mastery level course. This is going to be hundreds of sessions long. It is going to be a mastery level course. Nobody has put this out onto the internet and I am tackling it. I am literally going to be looking at what it means to be the gods. Ye are gods. We're going to look at every Sumerian god, Enki, Enlil. Uh, We're going to look at Anu. We're going to look at all the female deities. We're going to look at what they were the gods of and who they literally connect to within your Bible. We're going to look at the true story of Genesis. We're going to decode, not debunk, decode a bunch of the more creative works around the ancient astronaut theory, things like Zachariah Sitchin, Eric Von Daniken, a lot of the things that you might see on TV. We're going to dive into those theories and actually look at them from a pragmatic point of view. See what we find together. See what you discover. See what you find on your own. And ultimately, guys, we're going to answer the questions of who are, who are we? What can we actually do? And how can we have personal transformation through the esoteric teachings of the Anunnaki themselves? Because they ain't all evil. And there were some of them that left us a lot of clues as to who we are. And I believe personally, including Jesus himself. So we're going to get deep into that, guys. I've never done a course like this before, a mastery level course. This is going to be a super deep dive. If you join today, all you have to do is scan this little QR code over here. Uh, You join today, you're going to get access to this course as soon as it goes live. Do not miss out on it. You will literally be one of the first people to start going through chapter one of it. You'll get early access to it, and you're going to get some private uh, info and private teachings from me that other people that join later on are not going to get access to. So I'm giving a whole lot of extra value to get more people in, get you ready for this. You're going to start seeing the first episodes of this going live later this month. So do not miss out. Guys, uh, go check it out right now. I don't normally uh, pump up the, the price of it online here, but all you have to do is click over, scan it. It'll blow you away. It's less than your Netflix membership. Go check it out. Uh, please, please consider joining. Like I said, you get so much more than a Patreon membership. Uh, it supports what I'm doing. You get the community, the academy, and live meetups on the weekend where we get to talk for real over live Zoom style calls with myself and the whole community. You get to meet me, other people in the community, make friends. Literally nobody's doing what I'm doing, guys. I promise you I'm building the biggest and the best platform for spiritual enlightenment, understanding mythologies, digging deep into who we are, mindset, meditation, than anybody has done, okay? Any single creator has done. I know there's some big ones out there with some big names that have their own streaming networks. Those are super cool. But guys, I want to give you the intimate experience here. I want to give you the deeper understanding here, the ability to ask real questions back and forth with myself and the rest of the community. So go check it out, www.cubkuker.com or scan that QR code. Thank you, my friend who just scanned it. Um, So as I get back into this, um, 
And by the way, if you're on TikTok and, and Insta and everything, just click on my profile and it's it's my website right there. Just boop, bloop, takes you right in. All you have to do is click become a warrior. That's it. It's easy mode. Uh, you can read through the value if you want, but if you're ready to go, just jump in. Uh, you can cancel any time, by the way. Uh, nobody is locked in. There's no long-term commitment. If you're not vibing on it, you can cancel any time. By the way, my retention rate is 98% retention rate, by the way. So thank you guys. I really appreciate it. Um, okay, getting back into this here. And then I want to take some questions here. Um, and Molly says, so excited. Thank you so much. Cannot wait. Shelly says, uh, yeah, you guys that are in the tribe, you're getting you're getting first access to this. And it's going to blow your mind. Uh, this is some deeper teaching than I've ever done, by the way. So uh champ says i am not of this world absolutely my friend no you're not megan how are you my friend uh megan says when i try talking to my family of bible thumpers um about my beliefs i feel that you do not find anywhere else uh you will be crucified uh yeah absolutely my friend absolutely you know i totally understand that i talked about you know thanksgiving with family right um it's kind of like the only place that you're like you know um, I just want a turkey leg, you know, I, I just want a chicken wing. I don't want to be uh, left wing or right wing. So, you know, it's like, um, that's kind of how I feel. So I totally get where you're coming from. Um, Patrick says, imagine if the moon was actually Nibiru. Uh, that would be pretty cool. Um, actually, the moon is called Kingu in the mythology. And it literally is a base laid out for them to kind of slingshot off the earth before they built the pyramids. They built the pyramids as like a spaceport with all the energies that they needed so that they could bypass the moon. Yet they kept the moon set up as a spaceport for a long time. Uh, the Ajiji dwelled there for a while. Um, ultimately after Mars lost its atmosphere and died out because during the mythologies, Mars or Lamu was a lush green planet. It had a different type of atmosphere, but it was perfect for the Ajiji or the AIs to kind of live out their days there and uh, watch things as they went around their orbit. So pretty interesting stuff there. Uh, again, whether you take it literally or esoterically, the more I read these mythologies, the more I go, dude, how do they know about this? How do they know about planets? How do they know about the orbits? How do they know about the invisible pull of these planetary bodies? Like, it's just weird and wild, like how it's all in there. Uh, and I promise you guys, I'd share a list with you here in a minute. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and get that pulled up just on the back end here. Um, I've got it in my documents working on the course actually, uh, because it, I just thought it was super important to put it in there and I'm going to go ahead and, um, put this on the screen if I can, I think I can make a comment this long. So let's see if I can, and if I can, then you guys will have access. Can't post to some channels. There we go. Okay. I, I got it posted. It's all kind of one lump sum, but you can copy it and then um, spread it out a little bit for yourself if you want to. But number one, the Enuma Elish. Like, here's your reading list. I mean, this is just the first few of the nine. But the Enuma Elish, often referred to as the Babylonian Epic of Creation, uh, is a significant Mesopotamian mythological text. It narrates the story of divine conflict leading to the creation of the world and humanity. The Anunnaki deities, blah, blah, blah. Um, other ones within that are going to include, uh, the Eridu Genesis. Okay. Eridu Genesis predates the biblical book of Genesis. The Eridu Genesis is one of the earliest known creation narratives. It contains references to the Anunnaki and their involvement 
in the creation of humankind. Epic of Gilgamesh. Now, you probably heard that from when you were in school because uh, it was required reading for a long time, but uh, probably isn't anymore, right? But, you know, it's an important thing to understand mythologies because um, it's a poem from Mesopotamia and it's one of the earliest surviving works of literature. It features the Anunnaki gods and their interaction with Gilgamesh, the epic's hero. Now, Gilgamesh, uh, you know, he finds giants in here and all kinds of stuff. So there's there's some really interesting things. It talks about the, the flood, um, Let's see, there's the uh, a Thracis epic. Uh, it's an Akkadian and Babylonian epic, also known as the Epic of the Great Flood. That's another important one. You can find all of these online, by the way. You can go in and copy this, copy and paste it. Um, I'll try to put it in like a, well, I'll just put it in the comments. So there you go. It's, it should be on all the platforms in the comments. Um, you know, go copy this list, go read it. Um, I'll try to make a, a regular post on my Facebook just for anybody that's interested. Because this is where I'm getting my data from. This is where I'm getting my data from for my course. This is where I'm getting the data from now. This is the data that I've collected and understood. And guys, I've watched a million YouTube videos on the Anunnaki. And I'll tell you one thing. I'm going to tell you one thing that they all do that drives me nuts. And it's that they lie to you. They literally lie to you and just say this is this and that is that with no context. And I heard a video today on one of the main channels talking about the Nephilim. And it was talking about the Anunnaki and it was talking about how the Nephilim fell from the heavens and took the daughters of men for their wives. Guys, this was a main channel, like a million followers with incomplete, incorrect data, okay? I'm never going to tell you that my data is always correct or never incomplete, but I promise you I give you a way to go and find out for yourself. I empower you to go and find your own data, okay? Doesn't mean you have to give your whole life to it and spend hours on end culling through the internet and looking at YouTube videos. It's why I'm making the course, why I have the community, uh, why I do what I do and come up here every day because it's super important for us to understand kind of beyond uh, what we've been told or what you just trust in a YouTube video. Don't trust me or any other YouTuber. I mean, I'm just being really honest with you guys. Uh, facts are facts, right? Until they're not, until they... Um, are proven with other data or other facts, or there's another opinion that has a stronger opinion or more authority to claim that that is the fact. Uh, now we know some facts as we look at science and stuff are, you know, we can observe them, we can test them, and we can prove them, right? But there's still so many theoretical things. That's why I love theoretical physics. I love theoretical uh, mythological study which is what i do like i get deep into that every day because it's like what's the theory behind this how could this connect how do we look at this in, in the view of modern culture and science and evolution but still understand a spiritual message out of it so that's that's where i'm coming from guys um let me burn through these slides real quick and then i'm going to answer some questions here so um because i got cool artwork today i mean come on guys look at this Miraculous abilities. According to the New Testament, Jesus performed various miracles such as healing the sick, raising the dead, and turning water into wine. These abilities might have been seen as evidence of advanced spiritual or technological knowledge brought from another realm. Uh, again, I believe he was lucid dreaming. He just realized that nothing's real and he can completely manipulate the matrix as he needed. Um, transcendent wisdom. Jesus' teachings are filled with profound wisdom and insights into human nature and the nature of reality and the relationship between humanity and a higher power. 
Some might theorize that the wisdom reflects knowledge gained from the experiences beyond earth. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I would totally, totally vibe on that. I mean, I think if you've seen a whole nother world, um, even if you've just been floating up in the upper atmosphere, even on one of the free fall planes or something, you get a different perspective. Like it puts you in a whole different world. Even going on an airplane that goes pretty high up, if you've ever been on an airplane and it banks and you can look up and you see the blackness of space, it's like, whoa, what is going on? It gives you thoughts. It gives you a whole different ability to think. And imagine if you were taken to another literal planet or another reality or plane of existence or realm or whatever you want to call it, and you met with one of the kings of the Anunnaki sitting on a lapis lazuli throne, which ultimately is crystals meant for channeling certain energies and keeping the body well, keeping them living very, very long periods of time. I mean, they had it all figured out, right? They live in like this like medieval-looking society, yet everything is technological. Ultimately, is that not the highest state of evolution when you get to renewable resources, uh, the type of grid systems that are gridless, everything is pulling from natural elements, um, and ultimately people can live um, a lot more affordably, a lot more in unity, and a lot more in respect to the natural rhythms of this physical realm. So, I don't know. Uh, yes, I did actually, Ruth, uh, Ruth said, did you see the videos explaining the gems and light? Uh, yes, absolutely. Um, and then I saw one today talking about ship gems and they would put them in the hull of the ship and they would be cut in a certain manner that it would reflect, refract light into the lower cabins. Really, really interesting stuff. People have been using them for years, right? Even if we've lost the ability to you know, tap into other types of subtle, what I call subtle energies. We're not talking about, you know, the kind that you're like plug into the wall and see a spark. These are more subtle energies, but you build them right. You build enough of them up. And the theory is, the theory is, the theory is algorithm that you can extract uh, some pretty profound renewable resources from them. So uh, I'm not building anything like that because I value my life right now. So, um, you know, there's all those theories about people who have built them through history disappearing. And again, I'm just going to mention that and move on. So, um, let's see, man, you guys got some good comments today. So, uh, thank you guys for the comments. I appreciate that. Melissa says, love the artwork. Appreciate you. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Thanks, uh, Roy for the verse. That was what I was referencing earlier. Um, it's all in Genesis there. It literally talks about the Anunnaki in Genesis. I mean, it, it, I don't know how people don't see it. Um, I'm, one of my core points today, guys, before we wrap up is get more data, okay? You, know, you go to a class or to Sunday school or something and you sit down and they tell you, oh, this is how the world was made. It's all here. And then you find things like the, the book of Enoch and you go, oh, there's more there to that. Oh, that makes the Bible make sense. And then if you're still stuck on that and you don't look at the Akkadian mythologies, the Mesopotamian, the Babylonian, the cradle of civilization mythologies, you just not, you don't have a complete view. I'm not saying I have a full complete view, but I'm just saying I have a much bigger view, much bigger view than I used to. And that's so important, guys. It's so important. Uh, that we, you know, we all vibe on this. So, um, let's see, uh, kind of wrapping, wrapping the corner here. And then I'll take a couple of questions before we jump off. Cause I'm at an hour now. 
Uh, ultimately, the sacrificial mission of Jesus, a willingness to sacrifice himself for the salvation or enlightenment of humanity, could be interpreted as part of his divine mission or cosmic plan. Star seeds often feel a strong sense of duty or mission to help others uh, and raise collective consciousness. So uh, we know there's many, many stories about him going to the cross. There's also a lot of stories about him surviving the cross. Um, and going on to India and Nepal and living out his days with Mary Magdalene there. So there's even a grave there that um, has, you know, a name that's very similar to his and a name that's very similar to hers. So um, I'm not here to tell you which is which, but I know for better or for worse, he is still seen as a sacrificial lamb, if you will. Um, and that's why I put salvation slash enlightenment, uh, salvation slash enlightenment, because... If you believe that it was original sin that, that he saved you from, or the other side of salvation is that he literally bought us back from the gods, said, fine, have your wrath on me. I'm going to take the people of earth, anybody that actually follows in the frequency that I'm, that I'm vibing on, um, I'm going to take them with me as a part of my collective light body and get them off this planet so they cease being your slaves, right? Uh, and then enlightenment of humanity um ultimately you know did he just come to hey give us the info give us the gnosis hey you're not who you think you are hey you're worshiping satan hey you know you don't understand uh you, you can break free uh, and so that's kind of yeah ashley says absolutely it's our mission absolutely my friend roy says atonement absolutely totally respect your opinion respect everybody's opinion guys by the way i don't know i wasn't there so, um, and that's why I can respect everyone's opinion because unless you were there, I can only respect your opinion. If you weren't there, then I can't buy your opinion and you shouldn't buy my opinion either. You need to buy your own opinion because uh, your opinion is free. My opinion might cost you. So just be, be aware of that. Uh, yes, the Nag Hammadi as well. It's wild that the Dead Sea Scrolls were lost for 2000 years and found just recently. Yeah, in the 1945, I believe. Um, came out when, uh, in fact, the movie Oppenheimer, when that happened, that's when the Dead Sea Scrolls were found. So pretty interesting, uh, or, or very close to that time. So, uh, Ashley says it doesn't matter because, um, let's see the free gift of salvation. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so anyway, just think about that. Like that's, you know, I, I can give you both sides of it without, you know, getting my own head cut off here. So. Uh, it's important to note that these theories are speculative and based on interpretations outside of the mainstream of Christianity and history and pop culture and all the things, right? The concept of Jesus as a starseed reflects the blending of spiritual beliefs and metaphysical ideas. By the way, I think that's exactly what he was doing, but that's my opinion. Remember, my opinion might cost you. Your opinion is free. Different individuals and belief systems may have varying interpretations of Jesus's role and significance, obviously, obviously. So these theories should be understood within the context of alternative belief frameworks. Also, it goes without saying, y'all, be nice, love each other, okay? Nobody is lower than anyone else for having a different opinion. And God, we got a video the other day that had thousands of comments on one of my live streams. It's still getting comments even after I was live. Normally they kind of, you know, after, you know, a week or so, this one was a couple of weeks ago and it's still, it's like thousands of comments on it still coming in people arguing 
no, 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 this is what he meant. No, this is what he meant. A bunch of new people. That's awesome. I love it. Hope they watch the part about joining the tribe. Come join the tribe. But seriously, guys, it's it's really cool that we got people vibing on this so much. And even if they're not vibing, they're talking about it. They're debating it. They're getting engaged with it. And that is ultimately the point, guys. That's what I wanted to share with you guys today on what I really think here is you got to be engaged with it, okay? You can buy something that someone else sells you. You can buy their opinion, but ultimately you still have to buy their opinion. You can create your own. You can evolve your own. You can develop your own, and that is free, guys. So whether you buy into what I'm doing, which you can scan the QR code right there, or you buy into what you're doing, okay, you decide. And ultimately, um, I'm always going to push you towards yourself. Okay, I'm all—I'm never going to sit here and tell you this is the right, this is the right thing, because I don't know. I wasn't there, and I won't know till I know. I just have to be true to my own inner voice and what I believe is pouring through me in an authentic manner. I would rather be real than right, and I can show up here and be real every day. Um, I cannot show up here and be right every day. If you can find someone that can do that, send them my way, because. You know, we need to talk. I need to partner with somebody who is right every day. So anyway, uh, Josh says New Zealand and Australia are remnants of the most mystical continents of the ancient world. Possibly, my friend, possibly. Uh, again, I wasn't there, but I think it's it's definitely probable. And that's that's how I vibe on this. Probabilities. What's the highest probability? That's what I want to look at because it gives me the most cohesive data in a certain direction regardless of my personal feelings about a thing, even if it, you know, dethrones the almighty Bible that I used to, you know, carry with me all the time and it was the inspired word of God, then I realized I'm the inspired word of God. Um, I am in Christ. Christ is in me. All of those types of things. And that took on a different meaning. And, and all of a sudden, this text that had a lot of fallacies in it, a lot of issues and a lot of human fingerprints on it, Really, really started looking different. Uh, Jora, it is actually cubcooker.com. Let me see if I can uh, jot it down over there for you. I can't put a QR code on TikTok, guys. I'm sorry. TikTok doesn't give me like, you know, the slides or whatever. So here, this is for Jora. Let me see if I can respond to your... Where are you? Here, let me just dump it in the... Can I even do this? Come on. I don't know. I don't know how to comment on my own video. Okay, reply to Jora. There we go. Cool. Okay. Paste. Bloop. There you go, my friends. You got it right there. You can copy and paste it into your URL wherever you're at. That is my official website. It's my name.com. My nickname.com. Um, no hyphens, no spaces. Cooker is K-U-K-E-R, not K-U-K-A-R or K-U-U-K-E-R. I mean, people have literally been copying stuff all over the place. So only go through my official profile. You can tell because I have the most followers of any of the Jacob Cookers online. Uh, not to pat myself on the back, guys. It's just I try to protect. It's why I'm verified on Instagram, on Facebook, and soon I'll be verified on uh, TikTok, hopefully. So I'm doing my best to, to put that badge everywhere I can so that my audience it's not a thing for me it's not so oh i'm verified look at me it's so my audience knows okay this is the real profile i'm gonna go through that i'm gonna do exactly what cub said there and i know i can trust that so d what is up my friend d i hope you're having a beautiful day and everything with you is going really really well today 
Uh, looking forward to hearing more from you in the community. Um, Ashley says, do what Jesus said. Uh, and how can not loving God yourself and those you encounter not be the key? You said it, my friend. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I got to bring that up because that's beautiful understanding, my friend. So, uh, Doug says the Bible was written and edited many times for the benefit of the people in charge and the GVT of the time. Absolutely. My friend. Um, and again, no conspiracy theories on the table here. It's just part of your histories. You know, you can go read it. Um, I'm going to do a whole series on the canonization of the Bible. Uh, it may even be part of the Anunnaki series I'm doing. Cause again, that's a mastery class or mastery course, not class mastery course that I'm doing. Um, and it's going to be very, uh, very deep and it's going to have a lot of moving parts. It's going to be something that'll kind of be separated a little bit in the, the academy there so you know you can click on that one and go through the chapters and it'll probably be at the very top because it's going to be a lot of my work in on that one so i hope you guys love it and appreciate it so anyway spread the love guys share this like comment and subscribe drop me stars hearts rainbows super chats you can even give me money if you want it literally helps me create better videos have a stronger voice online and ultimately build this thing bigger and better so that we can reach more and more people. There's so many people right now that are reaching, grasping at straws and desperately looking for the truth. And every time they come across any kind of video that has incomplete information and doesn't have the authentic voice, I'm going to tell you right now, guys, little secret for you. One of these videos I'm talking about today from an undisclosed channel, one of the main channels that you go to find out about all of this you know, alternative type uh, mythologies and stuff was literally using an AI voice, AI imagery and AI text. There was no, I mean, I'm sure they edited the video, but the whole thing was like, you know, the guy was like the Anunnaki are dot, dot, dot and dot, dot, dot. Like, and it's like people were eating it up guys. And I'm telling you, don't listen to a robot. Listen to someone who's trying to actually channel the divine light of God into this world. Okay. I don't care if it's me. Find someone with an authentic voice that you trust, that you love, and that you can be a part of their tribe. Doesn't have to be mine, guys. The people that want my tribe, that need my tribe, are going to be magnetized to me. If not, if you don't vibe, go find another tribe. There's no hard feelings, guys. I love what I love what I do here, and I love that I get the opportunity every day to show up for free to help as many people as I can out here. And it's because of our tribe supporters that I can keep doing that. So thank you guys. Please consider hitting the website. Love you guys. Ed says you're on the right track. Love and light to all. Doug says, Teresa says, hearts and hands. Absolutely. D says, amen. We are well. Love you and the tribe. Love you too, my sister. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ashley. Thank you, Doug. Teresa. Thank you, Molly. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Roy. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you, everybody that has been on today. I love you guys so much. Have a beautiful day. I got to go do family stuff. God bless you. Namaste. And I will see you tomorrow. Peace.